us a special menu for your delight, oh my. Tonight you fly so high up in the vanilla sky. Your life is fine, it's sweet and sour, unbearable or great. What's your nickname? Citizen Gildo. Mm. <laughs> you are not staying over. Got it all. Vanilla Sky is a 2001 American science fiction thriller film directed, written, and co produced by Cameron Crowe. It stars operating Thetan Level 7 Tom Cruise. Cameron Diaz, Off the Mask, and that skateboarder from the Kevin Smith movies. I'm your host, Neil T. in Merry Old England, and joining me on today's Dime for Skull Movie Club podcast are my regular co-host, Todd Brisket in Austin, Texas. Hey, Neil. Do you love me? I mean, uh, really love me, because if you don't, I just have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and regular guest, Stephen Greenwell in Rhode Island. I will never bring you chicken soup and fuck your brains out again. <laughs> <laughs> I will see you in another life when we are both cats. <laughs> cats. 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 <laughs> What's that from? Is that from Catwoman? That's from Vanilla Sky. <laughs> Is it? Where was that? Where was that? That's when he was going nuts at the end. Oh, He's no, talking no. about cats. 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 Well, I'm a cat. <laughs> more in the middle but oh yeah, yeah. okay yeah. yeah it's more more in the middle it's a long movie it's 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 uh tough to uh remember all the nuttiness that goes on there now tb are you a fan of this movie or did you choose it just because it was crap <laughs> um actually i've never seen this movie before aha um i thought that what i thought is that this movie would would have been a lot better if they replaced uh, Tom Cruise with another actor if they replaced Cameron Diaz with a better actress and if they re- replaced Jason Lee with a better actor and maybe if they had it in a different language it might have been a lot better um, did you actually look at any of um, Los Horos or whatever his name whatever it's called you Abre, Abre Los Ojos Abre Los Ojos yeah uh, and I, I actually saw it in high school Spanish class that's where we watched uh. it got to see Penelope's hoots pulled out in school. Did you see hoots and were there any poots and toots? No, no toots and poops in, in this one. Just some hoots. Okay, so back to Spanish class. So can you remember seeing it? Do you remember the plot and how similar it was to this or not? Um, I don't remember much about it because that was... When was that? More Two, than 10 years ago? 23 years ago. That was the last time I saw it. I remember liking it a lot. Mm. I remember it all being a dream, but I don't remember any of the details. But um, I remember liking it, which is why I wanted to watch this one. Right. Um, yeah, I, I had a quick look at it. I only, I only watched the first sort of maybe 10, 15 minutes, and it was virtually identical to the to the uh, Tom Cruise movie, except they had a much lower budget, and, you know, like his apartment wasn't as nice. Um, so I thought, oh, fuck it, I'm not, I can't be bothered to uh, watch anymore. Well, the other major difference was, you know, at the beginning where he's driving a Ferrari, in the dream mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. he in real life he, he then switches to a mustang mm-hmm. 
Um, in the Spanish version, he's driving a crappy old convertible VW Beetle, and in in, in the dream, and in, in real life, he's driving the same crappy uh, beat up old VW Beetle. Um, but yeah, it looked exactly almost exactly the same. And I've, that's yeah. what I've read is that it's pretty much a, a very very close remake. And also, that was another yeah, that's two, what I two read hours. is that it is mm. it is almost exactly the same. And it was another two hours, and I didn't want to. I want to sit there for another two hours. I mean, I I was really cursing you when I was like twenty minutes in, going, "Oh God, I hate this movie." And there's like a two hours to go. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> mm. um, so, did you like TB? Did you uh, did you like the Vanilla Sky, right? As opposed to Les Hobras Hobras. I thought it was okay. Um, I'm not as blown away as some. Is this it seems like a very polarizing movie. People either yeah. think it's the most genius movie ever, or they just don't really care for it. And yeah. I, I kind of am in the middle. It's like if it were about thirty to forty five minutes shorter, and maybe Tom Cruise wasn't it, the whole movie isn't just a zoom in close up on Tom Cruise's face mm. would be better. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've, I've sort of made my feelings known. How about you, uh, SG? What were your thoughts? Uh, you know, uh, Vanilla Sky, I'm very conflicted about it. Um, I agree with, with both of you. If they had anybody but Tom Cruise as the lead, I think it's a much better movie. And I'm, I'm not sure if it's just because I don't like Tom Cruise's acting in this movie, or if it's because it's, it's almost impossible to separate everything else from Tom Cruise at this point. And to just judge his acting independently of of his life, mm. like throughout the first throughout throughout the first hour of the movie, I I'm just like, oh, are we watching are we watching an allegory for how Tom Cruise thinks of himself? Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and and I feel like every like this happens with every Tom Cruise movie now, which I believe the Wesley Morris, the Pulitzer winning critic for Grantland, he always brings this up too now, where. <laughs> A, a Tom Cruise movie is is not really about the movie anymore. A lot of the times, it's about Tom Cruise, and mm. I think this this was one of the first ones where you really got into that. Um, yeah, he right. he uh, he's the producer on this movie because uh, he, he basically bought he bought the rights, so it's his movie. It's not Cameron Crowe's movie per mm-hmm. se. Uh, he, you know, Cameron Crowe was sort of hired on to do it, so. Uh, yeah, it's very much about him, and I yeah, I found it incredibly narcissistic. There's a lot of him looking in the mirror and seeing how great or bad he looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this whole this whole movie was is about narcissism and vanity. Mm. Yeah. How oh, he yeah, has def- to look perfect. Oh, definitely, and and I think there there are some really good parts to this movie. the The part where he and Cameron Diaz are fi- fighting in the car, basically about the dissolution of their fuck buddy um, <laughs> relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I first saw this movie when I was like a 22, 23 year old in college. So that, that part was like, Oh geez, maybe, maybe re relive that moment of my life. I was like, Oh geez, that's not so good. So did um, you, did you have to hear something like this? David, I love you. <laughs> I fucking love you. I fucking love you. Fuck! Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Don't do this. You fucked me four times the other night, David. You've been inside me. Julie. I swallowed your cum. That means something. (laughs) Yeah, that's... They could have been a bit more subtle with that, couldn't they? It could have been a euphemism there somewhere, surely. 
that's the thing. Your though, semen they, has traveled down my <laughs> esophagus. <laughs> that's the Jesus. thing, though. They they could have been subtle, and any other movie would have been subtle. So I I like that they didn't. That they were not subtle with that scene at all. Mm. Um, like it made it it made it feel a little bit more realistic to me, um, in a way because I no I have not had that scene while I was driving eighty miles an hour down a residential street. But <laughs> you know I've had that that scene before. Where someone has broken up with me, and his it's not pleasant, and that's that's one of the better movie scenes I've seen about that. There are really strong scenes in this movie that I enjoy, like that, that are kind of kind of raw. Um, and similarly, I really liked Penelope Cruz throughout this movie. I thought, you know, she was she was cute and endearing, but it's it's just surrounded by a lot of dreck, a lot of scenes that just go on forever, and. I, I agree with both of you. You could probably cut 30 minutes out of this movie pretty easily. 30 to right. 60 minutes, yeah. Um, now, mm-hmm. what what do you guys think of um, Cameron Diaz in this movie in, in terms of her acting performance? Um, I'm not a Cameron Diaz fan. I've gone on record before saying I'm not that much into her and her acting doesn't really sway me. She's just playing the part of a, a skinny, blonde-haired woman in every single movie. She, she looks she looks good in this movie this is probably one of the last roles where she does not look like a stretched out skeleton yeah she she went well, downhill pretty quickly didn't she yeah i have to say ranking all of all of the main actors i have i made this ranking in my notes okay in fourth place we have cameron diaz in third place we have jason lee in second place we have penelope cruz <laughs> and in first place tom cruise beautiful man <laughs> well now cameron diaz is actually 41 now and she's actually the highest paid actress over 40 uh and i wonder whether that's things like i mean she's she's doing things like um shrek movies and all that sort of stuff so she get, make, make, yeah. must make a lot of money she's also in that new uh the rom-com comedy of mm-hmm. uh sex tape so she that's a yeah, pretty big payday yeah. if you're in that crew i i think it's more that cameron 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 diaz has no problem slumming it and doing all these, all these shitty kind of mid-tier at not Adam Sandler movies, but what Adam Sandler is to men, Cameron Diaz is to women. With mm. the, just these horrible date movies where it's her and a couple friends, girl power, mm. like like that one er, earlier this year with Kate Upton and the other the other lady Leslie Mann that made like that yeah. was a horrible movie but made like 250 million dollars yeah um yeah as I was watching I was thinking Jesus Christ Cameron Diaz is a horrible actress and then you, you go and look it up and she was nominated for a boatload of best supporting actress um awards for this movie for this movie I couldn't believe it what? yeah um for like uh Golden Globes and all, all sorts of awards she won a few I don't think she actually won anything major um but she did win she actually won a few uh, awards like you know Boston Critics or something like that, or Chicago Critics or something like that. But she was nominated for tons. I'm thinking, what? Really? I don't think there's a. Was there a single good acting performance? I mean, Stephen kind of made the argument for the car scene, showing the emotion. But was there a single good actor or actress besides Kurt Russell in this movie? Don't you think Kurt Russell sounded like Gene Hackman? I don't know if you noticed. Anyone noticed that? I was trying to think. What, what is that voice? He sounds exactly like Gene Hackman. He doesn't sound like Kurt Russell <laughs> in this movie. Well, might have, maybe you have to find a clip of that, but uh, anyway. well, I, you know, as they kind of brought up, once you get into the lucid dreaming thing, he was basically trying to be a substitute father figure, which I, 
you know, that's probably why he sound, sounded like Gene Hackman to you, or like to me, I just I just thought he sounded kind of like Kurt Russell. But mm-hmm. um, as far as the the acting ability, and the, I, I thought Cameron Diaz, this was probably one of her stronger roles. I I don't mean that as faint praise either. I I thought she was effective in this movie, but she's also you know she's playing a loony for the most part. <laughs> a drugged out loony. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really pay that much attention. I just, I just got bored after a few minutes, to be honest. Um, mm. Yeah, and also, also, if you like, if you think about it, she's only playing sane for one scene in the movie—the very first scene where she wakes up after after having sex with Tom Cruise four times, um, and then after that, she's the jilted lover at the party, and then they have the car crash. So, and then from that point on, she's playing like a manifestation of tom cruise's dream and his lucid dreaming so i don't know if you noticed but i mean i like sort of alternate alternate universe uh this sort of stuff where it's an alternate universe or time travel or stuff like that which is this this is a kind of alternate universe movie isn't it really um uh but i i mean i love those sort of films but i hated this with a passion i really really hated it uh but what, what i did found interesting was that there were i i don't know where i saw it and i don't, couldn't be bothered to find it again but there were there was an article comparing this with inception and saying why does everyone why does why is vanilla sky so so much so hated and inception isn't and they, they're basically the same kind of concept i'm thinking well because inception is really well made and you can you can kind yeah. of follow what's going on and i you mean the thing what's about, going on yeah yeah thing about inception is even though if i don't fully understand every single nuance it doesn't matter because i'm entertained whereas with with Mm -hmm. vanilla sky i didn't care what was going on i didn't care about all the different um uh realities and 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 how they happened because i just didn't give a shit right Mm. anyway i was very angry cared that tom Tom cruise got his beautiful face back if that's (laughs) what they wanted you to care about um every time every time you saw him looking in the mirror and, and disgust i kept thinking of i kept thinking of this I didn't edit that, so I might have to cut that down. Um, yeah, no. anyone else seen the the Elephant Man? No, I know the scene. You, I know the scene. I haven't seen it though. I'm glad I you find the. I'm glad you find the plight of the Elephant Man so <laughs> so hilarious, Neil. Well, no, not at all. No, it's it's very sad. But I, I, you know, it's also like uh, Frankenstein as well, where mm. the townspeople are chasing him and he's just misunderstood. And also, when he put, obviously when he puts the mask on, it's very sort of uh, Phantom of the Opera, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Actually, the mask the mask that he, that he wears in Vanilla Vanilla Sky, um, all I thought was like, oh, what is what's Michael Myers doing in here? Is this a Halloween movie? <laughs> it's exactly yeah, the same one. Yeah, I will I will say any scene involving the mask is just stupid. Like there, right? There, there's no saving that. Like I don't I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. Like even even Jason Lee comments in the movie, get rid of the creepy mask. Like that, I don't know what. What possessed them to think we want to see that? 
The only thing, the only thing I can think why they still went with it is because it was in the Spanish movie and they yeah, wanted to follow say, it yeah. so much. Yeah, it is exactly the but same in the Spanish movie. Yeah, I gotta ask, gotta ask, what about what about his fucking arm? We could do something about your arm. <laughs> Fuck my arm. <laughs> That was hilarious. I did laugh at that. <laughs> going back to, sorry, I forgot to make the actual point I was going to make about Inception, but, or did I? I don't know. Did I mention the fact that it was, I did think those two scenes where you saw a car going off a bridge were very similar. Did you notice that? Uh, well, kind of. I mean, one well, was I mean, in extreme I, slow motion and the other wasn't. No, that's true. But it was it was more the point that they revisited a, a couple of times. Do you know what I mean? Not, not explicitly. Oh, yeah, it was revisited. It yes. was referenced several times in Vanilla Sky, the car going off the bridge. And I thought, well, you know, that's a sort of similar idea, but anyway. I, I thought that little scene was well done with the car going off. Yeah, the very good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 L- nice little car crash. It didn't explode in a fiery wreck. <laughs> it was just like an actual car crash. <laughs> I've yeah, got exactly. Some, I've got, I'm going to talk a bit in uh, movies we've seen recently. I saw a movie that had a lot of that in. Um, okay, so general comments. I've sort of run out of comments, to be honest, but I've got, I've got a couple more. But general comments from, <laughs> uh, from you guys, starting with TB. <clears throat> Sure. Um, I was kind of just the weirdest part of the movie to me is when they're at the party at the beginning and Jason Lee is walking in with Penelope Cruz. Oh, Penelope. And he just gives gives her away to Tom Cruise. Like, yeah, hey, so here you go. Bone bone yeah. my woman. Go yeah. bone her all night long. Oh, my God. No, I'd be I'd be attached to Penelope all night. I, I yeah, just but- assume that he, sorry, SG, I just assume that he'd gone through that so many times. You know, he's like, uh, he's not a bad looking guy. Uh, you know, my name is Earl. But he'd, he'd gone through that so many times with, with uh, you know, uh, introducing girlfriends to Tom Cruise. He's like resigned to the fact that it was going to happen, SG. Yeah. He d- he did mention that that it also happened with Julie that Julie was yes, the girl yeah. of his dreams. That's and right, yeah. <laughs> suddenly she's in Tom Cruise's bed. Mm. Um, but Todd, when you were ranking actors earlier, I don't know how Jason Lee can any, can be anything but last because he <laughs> because not only not only does he play a, an enormous pussy in this movie what like he like he yeah. like he, okay he's just he's just bad at it like uh, like at no point no at no point did I believe that he was like Scientology has been good for Jason Lee. <laughs> <laughs> because he's probably he probably oh, yeah. got a nice Good paycheck point. out of this movie. Is he but, a Scientologist? Yeah, I oh, think yeah, he, he is. is. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why he and his uh, old lady broke up, I believe. It's a, it um, is. It is. Yes. Pre- yeah. She she was she resisted being you know brought into the fold. Yeah, I even, I even forget who it is, but it was I believe it is a good-looking dame. What, Katie mm-hmm. Holmes? No, no, Jason Lee. Oh, Jason Lee. Jason oh, Lee's woman. Nice. Sorry, yeah, I didn't know that. J- Jason Lee is a uh, Scientologist. Oh, I know, yes, but I didn't realize you were talking about him breaking up with the. Uh, yeah. I'm going to play a quick Jason Lee clip. Cut this if it doesn't make sense. If she fucks up our friendship, she can go to hell. I won't allow it. We are bros. I feel the same way. Sure, you do. Hi. Hey. Hi. How you doing? Ooh, gracias. Nada. They're, I guess they're Scientology bros. I wasn't yeah. really listening to that. It's like watching the movie. I really, I, my brain switched off for a while, and I was somewhere else. <laughs> well, well, and also even even that scene doesn't make sense. He's like, she, I'm not gonna let her fuck up our friendship. So go ahead and fuck her. Like he's right. like to me, I, that would mean to me, oh, back off. 
but but no, from Jason Lee to Tom Cruise, it means hey, go ahead. Mm. I don't, you know, I liked her first. Doesn't matter. And uh, Jason Lee was married to Beth Risegraff, who is oh, right. the the blonde on Leverage, um, and she's she's Foxy. Mm. No, I'm not familiar, so. but she sounds Foxy. Actually, um, talking about <laughs> talking about um, uh, my name is Elle's character. Uh, sorry, Jason Lee's character. Um, the, that's actually when I switched off the Spanish version. When I saw the the Spanish got version of that character be such a pussy, and he, I think he was doing sort of the same kind of things. It's like, oh my god, I can't watch this. I'm gonna turn it off now. Yeah, it's it's just uncomfortable to watch. I mean, I you know, I I think we all know dudes who are not uh, you know, not not super aggressive like that. But it it just didn't make sense to me that he. He's bringing around all this hot tail to Tom Cruise, and then, but then also not getting upset when they're it's getting taken away from him. It, yeah, it's it's just so odd. in as for Jason Lee. Um, now that I'm thinking back, he's played pretty much the same kind of pussy type character in every single movie he's been in, like from Mallrats <laughs> yeah. and yeah, he, he's, and Dogma yeah. and and even Alvin and the Chipmunks. He's kind of a pussy type guy. What I noticed about this movie. Uh, particularly was the casting every time one of the characters popped up it was like hey look it's my name is Earl or hey look it's that kid from Roseanne <laughs> it's that guy from Afrika's yeah. Pet, which you guys won't recognize but you know Tim and this, this Steven Spielberg cameo at the party yeah, Steven Spielberg. hey look it's Steven Spielberg hey look it's Michael Shannon from Boardwalk Empire yeah hey look Michael it's, Shannon, yeah. hey look it's Cruz and Cruz uh, <laughs> hey look it's Sybil Shepherd's daughter she's in it as well <laughs> Well, I got. I have an outrageous part of the movie. Mm-hmm. One of the this is okay. I said the other one was probably the most unbelievable, but this is the most unbelievable part of this movie to me. Tom Cruise is laying on top of Penelope Cruz. <laughs> he's he starts to feel a little blood rushing <laughs> down to baby Siri down there, and then he gets off her and says he has to go home. Mm. What? Well, doesn't he have that sort of policy where he doesn't bang? He doesn't bang his new conquest for like X amount of time. He mentions that. Did he? Did, was that part of the movie? Yes, because he discusses it with. Uh, I think he discusses it with Jason Lee, doesn't he? Oh, I guess that was just so outrageous to me that I tuned it out. Hmm. Still doesn't make sense. Penelope was like groping all over him. He's like, oh, mm, yeah, mm, got a got a, an erection. Got to go now. <laughs> I I just figured it was uh because he. He realized he actually had feelings for her beyond, uh, you know, beyond that of a sexual nature. Hmm. Any general comments from you to, from you, SG? Um, I, I think we've touched upon most of them. We we didn't mention that there's a a brief cameo with Conan O'Brien. Oh yeah. Um. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I did, was I Benny the dog? Was that a real thing or no, that was no, for the movie? Right. I have no idea. The, no, it was for the movie. I I did my research. Todd. Well, you, Maybe, you think they found it? You think they found a dog underneath the ice in it? There was a complete block of ice. They thawed him out, and he was alive. Is that what you, what you thought? TV? It could have been a possibility. <laughs> Flash freeze, and yeah. he's there for just a couple hours. I don't, yeah. I don't think that's how it works. No. Well, and and also at the time this movie was made, it was still during the point where Conan ha- did have these weird guests, like it would, right. <laughs> Be like uh, the potato chip lady that Carson had. He would have that kind of level guest. Um, but no, no, I, I did Google. Um, it's Benny the dog is not a real story, hmm. unfortunately. Honestly, let me be honest for a second. This is the first. This past past thirty seconds are the first time I put any thought into Benny the dog. So, 
Come on, Benny the dog is a key component of this movie. We didn't really touch about the the cryogenics thing at all because I, it, it's not ultimately that interesting. But there, you do you do also get Tilda Swinton in her mm. androgynous best. Yeah. Oh yeah. She never looks good, that woman, does she? No, she doesn't. Yeah. I I think that's about the best she can look. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she looked like a vampire in that vampire movie that I saw the other week, but that was sort of deliberate. Um, I don't know. She always looks sort of, sort of the same age. She always looks about 50. I mean, that was, what, 15, nearly 15. You, wait, did you ago, say yeah. she always looks about 500 years old? Well, that too, yeah, but about 50, yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, well, she looks sort of oh. half, half dead as well. Yeah. To, to paraphrase someone else, it, she does look like a vampire, which is great for Halloween, but what about the 364 other days of the year? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and also I will say, um, once, once he does switch into the lucid dreaming, there, there are some neat camera things like it, there's a lot more of the soft focus, like, like the, the lens they use for Elizabeth Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like you, you can see that a lot more if you're kind of paying attention, every, everyone's kind of blurry. Um, and also the, the other scene that I thought was pretty, pretty scary and effective was when he was choking the shit out of Cameron Diaz. I was like, oh, oh yeah, this is, this is this is graphic. <laughs> I was like, oh geez, Tom Tom Cruise is flat out murdering this lady on camera. <laughs> See that that is believable right there. That that's the most believable part of the movie. If you're if you're boning some woman and then she suddenly turns into somebody else, you just keep going. Well, is this the yeah. scene where he he eventually uh, smothers her with a pillow? Is that the one? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Yep. But that's I I didn't have a a ton of notes about this one. I, you know, it. I to guess I to sum up my feelings. I think this would be a moderate thumbs up for for me. Um, ju- I I think it's a movie everyone should at least watch once because you might like it, and there are some good individual scenes. Um, but I, I definitely understand why people hate it. And also it was on, it was on the list inexplicably of top 10 worst movies for hmm. UK viewers. Yeah. Oh, really? Because it's so shit. Neil, maybe, <laughs> Neil, maybe, yeah. Neil, you're I, just genetically predisposed to not liking it. Well, I mean, I, I, um, yeah, I have to disagree with you, SG. I think it would be a complete waste of two hours and sixteen minutes for anybody to watch this. I, did, I don't recommend it at all. Actually, Ooh. Roger Ebert wrote wrote a review. What are you calling Roger Ebert? Don't you? Roger Ebert wrote a wrote a review, um, not a review. He wrote a book called "I Hated, Hated, Hated This Movie," and that's exactly what <laughs> I thought about this. Uh, actually, let me quote because th- there was a review in the Guardian, and the Gu- the Guardian um, reviewer Peter Bradshaw. I don't often agree with him, um, but when he when he hates something, he really hates something, and I'm going to quote quote some of that which is quite funny uh here we go this is an extraordinarily narcissistic high concept vanity project for producer star tom cruise who who as ever keeps getting his shirt off so that we can cop an eyeful of his super trim bod without showing us uh the thousand daily ab crunches needed to keep it that way the big deal is that tom's gorgeous chops are ruined in a car wreck so he's sobbing in front of the bathroom mirror and gazing in horror at his not-that-yucky scars and deformities. But then a mysterious cosmetic surgeon perfectly restores his good looks, and Cruz falls in love... Sorry, Cruz finds love with a beautiful dancer called Sophia, played by Penelope Cruz. There's there's acres and acres and acres of this, but uh, 
bla 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 oh this is a good line this is a cumbersome and bombastic film lumbered with pseudo futuristic ideas maybe crew's got a taste for these from working with kubrick basically i thought it was terrible Actually, I yeah. like I like Tom Cruise. Actually, I you like Tom Cruise as an actor. I like him as a sort of personality, even though he's a bit nuts. But like things like Oblivion, mm-hmm. um, movies like that, all the, all those recent sci-fi stuff things he's done, I think he's done really well, and he's quite yeah. likable. I like That's this kind I of movie, but I hate this. Watching watching yeah. this movie is um, reminding me a lot of Eyes Wide Shut. And that one came out what like two years before, and that's the kind of feeling I got from this. Yeah. Movie. Um, there's there's sort of a weird sequence, a weird sequence of events. Well, not weird, but a very tight sequence of events that happened around this movie. Um, Cameron Crowe did um, Almost Famous, and he did that back-to-back with this. Okay, so there's no time in between, no sort of prep time in between. And while uh, Tom Cruise was shooting this, he was also prepping for Minority Report, and that's why Steven Spielberg is in there. Because he, he was, you know, around yeah. on the set. And Cameron Crowe also does a, a small cameo in uh, Minority Report as well. So, I, I, you know, oh, you really? wonder whether, mm. like, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of Cameron Crowe, but I, I recognize that he has, you know, put out some very interesting movies. Um, but, uh, you know, some of the reviewers have said how, you know, this is, you know, how on earth could Cameron Crowe do a bad movie? But this is it. This is the bad movie that he's done. Um, and I, I don't know if you guys watched any of the behind the scenes things, but... Um, I watched a few of those and Cameron Crowe is the biggest douchebag, unbelievable douchebag, <laughs> uh, you know, and you can sort of separate the director, the personality from his work, you know, but that, you know, having hated the film anyway, I wasn't really predisposed to liking him because of that. Yeah. He's pomp. He's a pompous tool basically. Um, but the music, I love the music. The soundtrack to this film is just brilliant. It's just perfect. So he should <laughs> just be a music supervisor. He shouldn't be a director. <laughs> Yeah, I I think the the only movie I've seen with a bigger gap between soundtrack quality and movie quality is Garden State, which I I hate that movie, but I really enjoy the soundtrack. Yeah, um, he's doing another movie now, isn't he? What's his name? Zach Braff. I, I mean, yeah, he hasn't done any movies oh. since then, has he? Oh, since he he's none uh, of his pretty, own, I think. Yeah, he's pretty big in the indie stuff, like which is weird because he's the star of Scrubs, but. Well, regard, regardless of your feelings on this movie, Neil, mm. um, it did make $100 million in the U.S. on a $68 million budget. Um, most of it probably ended up in Tom Cruise's pocket because he, he clearly probably got points on this and all that fun stuff. Mm. Um, IMDb 6.9 rating, Rotten Tomatoes 41%. So yeah. it's, mm. I, it clearly yeah. is a polarizing movie with people normally either liking or loving it, uh, uh, disliking it or loving it. Yes. Right. Mm. No, I do. I do have a list of the most confusing movies ever made, <laughs> and Vanilla Sky came in at number eight. But there's some less confusing movies above it. Now uh, that's all right. So that's the, kind of the weird thing to me is why do people think this movie is so confusing? The last the last fifteen minutes are kind of all exposition on right on yeah, what happens everything. Yeah, I don't think it's confusing at all. I think it's fairly straightforward uh, what happened. Um, I just didn't care what happened. That was all. Yeah, I, 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 and I can definitely see that. But on Wikipedia, they give five alter- They give five theories for what could happen in the movie. Right. But it's only... I think that that is part of it is like, are you supposed to... 
Well, you are supposed to believe what happens in the movie where, you know, he was in stasis and when you drop the mask is where the splice was. But yeah. there's also theories that the whole thing was a dream and or. No, it wasn't. A different part was a dream. First of all, yes, there are those obvious. There's an obvious splice point, And actually, Cameron Crowe said that that is a splice point and that's where it splits. And the point is, the point is, actually, some of those theories that I read up on, they were kind of about the subplots to do with the movie or specific plot points like why um why penelope cruz wasn't completely surprised at seeing him and it's like who cares who cares yeah you know it doesn't matter to to me once you had the explanation at the end i just took it to mean tom cruise is an unreliable narrator throughout like you cannot you cannot trust even the the very first scene of the movie where she's going wake up um it's penelope cruz's voice and he has not met her but I consider that, oh, it's just his, the movie is told from the point of his dreams and his subconscious, which is later established is not trustworthy. So, I, I don't know, I, it struck me a little bit like when you get the theories for Lost or True Detective, and some people just kind of go off the rails, and once once they're off the rails, they're not coming back. So, mm. I feel like, um, I was so annoyed at this movie that I feel like it, this, I don't think I've said anything, you know. Funny. So I don't know if we've got anything amusing to say about this movie at all, but uh, <laughs> I feel like we should be saying something amusing. But the, the best I could do was play that animal. I'm not an animal uh, clip. Sometimes uh, life is not <laughs> a bit, Neil. Citizen Dildo. Hmm. That even that, even, that wasn't funny because, because it was just <laughs> stupid. I mean, what the fuck is that? It mean? was just stupid. Yeah. How about this? How about this one? Dude, fix your fucking face. <laughs> okay what the hell was that (laughs) (laughs) so when they're in the club i know i remember that yeah yeah. you yeah you just spaced out the entire face (laughs) (laughs) oh dear The, a lot of a lot of parts of this movie are much funnier out of context than in context. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like the part with Cameron Diaz talking about swallowing cum. Yes, mm-hmm. that um, was very weird. Yeah, it's it's funny. <laughs> I, I mean, we're laughing right now, and but in the scene, it's not actually it's not funny. No, um, no, in context. No, I thought it was funny. It was funny in the scene. Uh, well, it was really bizarre because you know, obviously, Tom Cruise is fearing for his life, and it's like she's yelling that. While he's they're tearing down the road, it's like oh my god, what the hell! But also there's that there's that line about um, him fucking her four times and stuff, which is which is I mean none of that is I mean it's ridiculous. You don't see that in movies. My my final comment would be um, if you're considering watching this movie, go look out for the Spanish one first. Yeah, and I'd say if you're considering watching this movie, don't, <laughs> and also don't watch the Spanish one either. they they do look very very i I mean yeah i I mean ordinarily i would have watched the spanish one i mean but it was so damn long and it looked exactly the same so what the hell i I read up on it a little bit and it does sound like it's it's pretty much the same i guess there are a few changes with the ending but they the article i read did not elaborate on what the changes are so but you do get a a much better view of penelope's hoots (laughs) Has she got substantial hoots, or are they? Because they look pretty small when she was flat, flat out like that. Oh, she's laying down. 
She didn't want to uh, really stand up, show uh, the droopage. Well, I think she's she's got some good hoots. Actually, oh, yeah, on that topic, do you think that Penelope Cruz is good looking? It's very yes, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I know. It's it's, very, a, it's most of it, like seventy five percent of of it is the accent. Well, I mean, I, the thing is, she's you know from some angle, she's really really good looking. Obviously, she's very she's got a great figure and what have you, but. She's got that sort of clown face from certain angles. She's like yeah, she does. Have, she does have a clown face. You remember yeah. that in Seinfeld, where the, they see that woman, and from different angles, she looks horrific, and another angle, she looks great. You remember that? Yeah. Speaking of which, in the in the Spanish version, she played uh, her job was a mime. She oh, just played a mime in the park. Oh, was that, that was her? Jo- Seriously? Oh, was that Seriously, her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. did she have like a clown, not a clown, but she have like white face and a stripy shot? Yeah, white on. face. Yeah. Oh, that was her. Oh my god, I wondered why they um, why they showed that shot because I saw that shot in the Spanish one. I was like, why are they showing this mm-hmm. shot of this crappy mime? Um, is that a Spanish <laughs> thing? Are they still into mimes in Spain? But obviously, it's, a, it's her. Then all oh, right, didn't know that. They're just fifty years behind France there. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, it's like with. Um, I mean, it's you know, beauty's in the in the eye of the beholder. But I don't find. Um, uh, Angelina Jolie very good looking either. It's those massive lips. It's a bit weird. Got the clown yeah, I don't. Face. I don't like. I don't like Angelina that much either. Mm. How about Cam? How about Cameron Diaz then? Overall, over her entire sort of working career, do you think she's a she's a, a babe or only over in this movie? her whole career? No, no way, no, mm. no. Maybe in the mask and uh, that Ben Stiller movie, she was okay, but no. <laughs> I don't. I don't like this. I don't like the Skeletors. No. Nah. Uh, Cameron Diaz has kind of gone south the past five or ten years, but I I will not sit here and take this this slamming of Angelina Jolie. What what's wrong with both of you? No, uh, my goodness, fucking, and she, oh my goodness, she has gone too far with the uh, with the skinniness. My goodness, you you remember those? Um, I think it was the Oscars where um she wore that dress where it was sort of slit up to the thigh. Do you remember that? Yeah, and she stuck her leg out. Stuck her leg out, and he just looked like Skeletor. It's horrible. Yeah. Not good. No, I, I mean objectively, they're both good-looking, but they're not my not my type, really. Right. And I, yeah, I have to say, Cameron Diaz probably does look as she's going to good as she's going to look in uh, Vanilla Sky. She did look very nice, they're very pretty. Okay, so that's all all we have time for this week. Uh, next week's movie is scheduled to be the 2001 comedy Super Troopers, directed by Asian sensation Jayanth Jambalingam J. Chandrasekhar. In the US, it's streaming on Amazon Prime, and it's also available for rent on several different services. You can follow us on Twitter at DFSMC Podcast. Uh, why not send a tweet with your thoughts on today's show or suggestions for a future movie to watch? My thanks this week go to my co-host, Todd Brisket. I, I have to get to sleep. Truthfully, I am also working mornings as a dental <laughs> assistant. <laughs> and thank you to special guest Stephen Greenwell. Dude, fix your fucking face. (laughs) Hello, my name is Tom Cruise, and I have just dumped my wife, Nicole Kidman. Hello, my name is Penelope Cruz, and I am also hot. Let us bang. Let us bang. Okay, so I don't know if you know, but uh, Tom Cruise binned binned Nicole Kidman, or vice versa, as they were doing this movie, and then he immediately hooked up with uh, Penelope Cruz. He doesn't hang about, does he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, man. If you're a cruise, you're hitting all that. So what are you doing back? Well, I sat back and thought about the things we used to do. It really meant a lot to me. You mean a lot to me.
I really mean that much to you? Girl, you know it's true. You crack a smile and everything you do